Hello everyone, I'm Justin. And I'm Marcella. And this is Sailor Manga, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the iconic Sailor Moon manga by Naoko Takeuchi and discuss it to our heart's content. Happy Moon Day, Marcella. How the hell are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Here on this, our new recording schedule. <gasps> yeah, I know. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. <laughs> because as of recording, tomorrow's my first day at my new job. <gasps> yes, Be nervous. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, weirdly. Um, I got all the the equipment got sent here on Friday. Uh, so I have like a little tiny little uh, like CPU tower thing, but it's really tiny. It's like the size of a dinner plate. It's so small and compact. Damn. And then I've got two huge 24 inch monitors. They're massive. And uh, nice. I tried to set it up, but I can't log in. Like I can't even turn the get past the login screen. Oh, so I guess right. I'll have to deal with yeah. that on on Monday. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, do I'm pretty good. Uh, today, y'all, we're reading volume 14, which has a mouthful of a title. It's titled Staking the Springtime of Youth on a Hachimaki Stone. Mm. I mean, okay. What does it all mean? <laughs> but first, we got a little moon news. Marcella, what you got? Um, I've got some little updates, um, okay. but not, not that much. But I've been, um, my social life continues to flourish. <laughs> <laughs> much to my disdain yeah um but it's kind of i've kind of on a bit of a break from all the socializing now because i went out thursday night i went to a book event thursday night mm. and then um went out for a meal and drinks last night so yesterday i barely left my bed <laughs> And I was just um, <laughs> sleeping on and off and just recovering from the exertion. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually, I've got this whole next week off work. Should you? Oh, sorry. If I keep yawning, listeners, I'm very sorry, but it, this socializing takes it out of me. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm too old. I'm too old for it. Um, and then I'm away the following that that this coming weekend. I'm away with Rachel, but that'll be a nice, relaxing time. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, and then I've just got to start ramping up for the Christmas party. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's December. I always like push through December. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Get through. Um, but yeah, but I'm looking forward to next to next weekend for my time away. Mm, um Sailor Jupiter hasn't arrived yet. Ugh. She's actually due to arrive here on the second of December, which of course is the day that I go away. Of course. Yeah, she's like, call me Miss Green, forget my name. <laughs> I'm gonna show up the day that you leave the house. So she's like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, form a favorite right here, <laughs> and I'm gonna make your life a misery. <laughs> yeah. I, feel like, I feel like she's angry. She's very cross at me. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing that I've really got to report is, um, Paul and I started handmaids. <gasps> How is it? How are you liking it? So. <laughs> <laughs> There's only five episodes out, and then they're doing one a week. Okay. So we watched two. So we're gonna we're trying to pace ourselves. We'll watch another. We'll probably finish nice. it tonight. So like pacing <laughs> ourselves, right? Well, um, but we've watched the first two now. Um, got a little peek of Aunt Lydia. Um, mm. first episode just like setting up the new season was mostly us like pausing it and going. So what happened last season with this person, and then being like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the second episode with the funeral uh. and Serena going back. Now, I love Serena as a character in a love to hate a kind of way, but also mm-hmm. kind of admire her a bit. Yeah. What she does at the end of the second episode with the funeral and Hannah, I was, Paul and I were both like, that's a boss move. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've got to applaud that because that was yeah. an absolute boss move. And I fucking loved it. I yeah, got to admit, I was like, Serena, I love you. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Honestly, the thing with Janine and the chocolates. I mean, I said to Paul, that girl, she's still not right. Something's going on. Mm. You don't go from being like that crazy to just being completely rehabilitated. Like, I, right. I knew something was up. Oh, and that scene where the commander's feeding her the chocolate, I was just, oh, like, I was, couldn't. Yeah, it was hard. And I just said, I fucking hate men. And Paul's like, oh, not all of us, surely. I'm like, 99% of you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Some of you can creep into the one percent, I guess. Yeah, but oh yeah. my god, it was that was really that was really tough scene to watch because it was, it was just horrific. It was, and it was so simple, mm-hmm. but it said so much, and yeah. it really got like a fire in my tummy. I was so yeah. angry. Um, and then, of course, I saw the thing when they started eating the chocolates, and I thought, this this isn't going to go well. And it didn't. It did not. Uh, and uh, anyway, so there's your spoilers if you haven't watched it. Um, and to be honest, tough, because you should have. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's, what's your main news? All right. So. Um... Oh, oh, and Nick potentially becoming an insider spy, which he kind of was already anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, that would be quite interesting for me yeah. <laughs> for you yeah <laughs> Look, i know you don't like him but you must admit it, it's quite nice that he's gonna be kind of like more on he's gonna like kind of move out of his gray area a little bit and i think his new wife's a bit of a sympathizer as well hmm. i won't say a word oh god <laughs> i won't say a word anyway, anyway i love that love for you, you love you <laughs> Love you, Aunt Lydia. Love you, Serena. Why am I, like, standing all the bad guys? <laughs> no, like, as far as Serena, like, I'm... This is probably my favorite Serena season. Yeah. I've really come around. Like, this season makes you really look at Serena. And yeah. not only now do I think it's justified of a journey for her, yeah, it, like, she's, it's very deserved, but I'm just like, I'm loving her storyline this season. She's out of the shadow of Fred now. Yeah, like, who is Serena not with Fred? And that's what I love that they explored this season. Yeah. Oh, just, that's <sighs> so such, a boss, such a boss move at the end of that episode. I was laughing. And then the smile into the camera, I was like, yeah. <gasps> Serena! Oh, he knows, he knows. Oh my god, I love her. (laughs) Anyway, what's your main news? Alright, so um, I've started Powerpuff Girls in the mornings, and it's been really nice. Uh, God, do I love those girls, Uh, especially Bubbles. I love fucking Bubbles, man. She's great. Um, I'm only like, because the original Powerpuff Girls did like, kind of like Spongebob, they do like 11 minute segments. So there's like two segments in each episode. Yes. Um, so it's kind of like two episodes in one kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which I kind of like that format for Powerpuff Girls. That makes sense. Yeah, I, don't know I like the, that. I don't know if the new one does that or not. It but. doesn't, no. Okay. But um, I like that, that, that format for Spongebob, so. Yeah. I imagine if I had seen the original Powerpuff Girls, I'd like it too. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm only like five or six episodes in, it feels like. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But I've been enjoying it. Um, I've also been setting up for the new job, like I was talking about. Um, and I'm just getting really excited, even though I'm nervous. I'm ready for, I'm so ready for Monday through Friday. I'm so excited. Um, but with that comes a little bit of stress because Alan and I move in, how many days is it now? How, how close are we to moving? Let me check my calendar. Uh, oh God, it's less than two weeks. It is five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 days. (gasps) So it's coming quick as fuck. As of recording, it's 12 days. By the time you hear this, I think we'll have already moved. Oh, wow. Um, oh, no, we're, we're about to be moved. This will come out on the 5th. So, wow. Yep, it's coming. It's coming quick as shit. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Anyway, so that's been good. But, um, oh, also we're recording this before our Patreon has gone out, like our announcement for the Patreon. It comes out tomorrow with tomorrow's episode. Yeah. Um, as of recording. So we don't know the react if there's any reaction you know if there's just a million people who signed on to the page <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh, but lastly my main moon news is a tv show i um it came out friday uh this past friday oh, yeah. for us i think or it might even come out the friday before i'm not too sure actually um but i've binged it all 
because I'm obsessed with it. And it's Wednesday on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I saw that came out. It is so fucking good. And it has <laughs> exceeded my expectations because I love me some Wednesday Adams. I love the Adams family, especially the the movies, the 90s movies. Love mm-hmm. them so much. And so I was really intrigued how they were going to make an entire show about Wednesday. I fucking love it. It is amazing. Yeah. And even better, it's getting rave reviews online. People oh, yeah, are loving I saw it. That. And I'm like, please renew it. Please. This is my new Sabrina. Like, I need it. Nice. It's so good. So gothic. Tim Burton's directing is so stylistically perfect for this type of uh, property. And yeah. it's just, oh, it's beautiful. The costume, the costuming, uh, and the the settings, uh, the, even the characters. The characters are so interesting. Mm-hmm. And oh, I just, I love it so much. I really do. Ginny Ortega as Wednesday kills it. She is amazing. I never thought that I would be able to see anyone but Christina Ricci, who is also in the show, as Wednesday. Ginny Ortega takes it, bitch. She really makes it her own. She is Wednesday Adams. She was a um she was in a movie that I think I mentioned to you like Paul and I watched relatively recently called X, which was like a horror film with Mia Goth in. Oh, I haven't seen those movies, but I've heard of them. Yeah, they wouldn't be on Alan watch. Oh Alan god, no, yeah. Um, and then I think the prequel Pearl is out, but she was in X. Mm. Um and she was good in that. She didn't have a massive part, but she was good. So she yeah, was also in the new Scream movie too. Yes, that I know of. I haven't seen that yet. Scream five, yeah. And it was just beautiful. I love the macabre like atmosphere. It really yeah. speaks to my soul. Um, and yeah, it's just wonderful. I kind of want to watch it again. <laughs> oh wow! How many episodes like, is it? Is it eight? It's eight, and they're okay. uh, they're anywhere from forty five minutes to like fifty five minutes. So yeah, it's a nice chunk of change. But it's oh god, it's so rewarding. Okay, everything is. They left enough open questions to do a season two, but they wrapped up the season one storyline like perfectly. Just in case. Just in case. It's just beautiful. I love it so I'll much. Probably give it a watch when I've finished watching my current shows. Yeah, it, I really highly recommend. It's so, uh, it's so good. I could say a million things. It speaks to my Hataru loving soul, like Wednesday. Mm. Like I just, yeah. I love cute little golf girls. What can I say? <laughs> Oh, it just does something for me. Uh, they get to live the life I wish I could live, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. Shall we get to our beautiful Sailor V? Yes. Let's do it. All right. So once again, we're reading volume 14, which is titled Staking the Springtime of Youth on a Hachimaki Stone. <laughs> <laughs> what does that and mean? Y- you know what? It gets a little bit explained, so I'll, I'll leave it. Okay. Um, But this colored cover page... As always, go to Sailor Manga Pod on Twitter to check it out. But it is stunning, majestic, beautiful, ethereal. It's giving me Xanadu vibes. <gasps> yes, very Xanadu. Love that. Um, there's some flashing lights, which create some like oranges, pinky, purple tones mm-hmm. amidst the lights. It's really bit pretty. Of green. Bit of green in there. Oh, there is a bit of green. You're right. Yep. And um, we see Minako with her flowing yellow hair. And it looks, it almost looks like she's nude i think she is mm-hmm. she's got like a little corsage on her wrist mm-hmm. it's very pretty um and she's holding a golden microphone with a white ribbon covering her mouth and she's got tears in her eyes an emotional mm-hmm. performance from minako um she also has like a i'm assuming this is another like neck corsage like a little yeah, choker thing. I, yeah i think so yeah oh, it's stunning She's mid a performance of Bigger Than the Whole Sky. <laughs> you think that's what she's performing? <laughs> <laughs> she's emotional, yeah. Oh, she is emotional. Oh, uh, here's the real tea. I'd rather it be that than Sweet Nothing. So, well, Sweet Nothing isn't emotional, is it? No, no, that was just my chance to shade Sweet Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let it go. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Anyway, then we flip the page and we get started. And we're on this, like, not a monologue panel, but it's like this beginning panel that's just a picture of a rock. 
And it says, do you know about Hachimaki stones? No. Mm. And so it starts with that, and then it immediately goes to Minako. So we don't get explained it yet. But it's a, lot, a nice little preamble, a little spookiness. Like, ooh, what are we getting into? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And so there's a bunch of monologue. We're skipping through it. Basically, all you need to know is that Minako is further excited. We've seen this before in the previous chapters, before the Pet Perils arc, now that it's over. Um, that she's excited for fall because it means sports time. Can't relate exactly to that. No. But, you know. Um, and then there's a bunch of kids chattering at the school about um, this poster that says the 35th annual Sheba Park Middle School Half Marathon. Ugh. Yeah. But Minako clasps her hands in front of her face and she's like, woohoo! Class has canceled the day of the marathon! I can't wait. Oh, look at me. Always posing like this. Oh, God. And then she hears a bunch of chatter and glasses. We'll call them glasses. Mm. He says, the older kids on the team say I have to make it into the top 20. And I can only assume this is Bob and Waves. They're going to be Bob and Waves to me. Um, So Bob says, ooh, who wants to run a marathon? Maybe I'll miss school that day. Oh, same. Bob, I feel you, girl. You're me. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm I'm stepping out of my Waves shoes and I'm running into Bob. (laughs) I know, right? So then there's a shit ton of monologue. Still not going to read it because I refuse. But hearing this chatter, Minako thinks about this student that's glancing out the window. I don't think he's a new student necessarily, but... He's new to us for sure. Mm. And he's just staring out the window. He's got, I don't actually don't know what color his hair is, but I picture white for some reason. Oh yeah. I picture like Kunzite like a, white. a very light blonde. So yeah, let's go with white. Yeah. Um, and Minako tells us that his name is Maiku uh, Otanaru. Don't you think he looks like Adam? But with a curly bangs. Bit, but with curly bangs. He yeah. does look like Adam. With like the folklore bangs. Folklore bangs! <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, but this is Maiku. I love him. He's a precious little baby, as you'll find out. I was not I was not, not crying last night reading this. <laughs> Oh, he's a precious cherub. Um, But Minako is telling us in the monologue about how he's like the top idol of all the boys of the year. Not a true idol, not like a K-pop idol, but like in the standings, he's like a hottie. Sure. Okay. Um, so then we see a rando. He looks like a he looks like a um a Hector. Uh, I'm gonna give him the name Hector. <laughs> Hector says, "Wow." They also call him by his last name. I prefer his first name, so I'm gonna call him Maiku. But yeah, better. Uh, Hector says, "Wow, Maiku actually is actually here today. He hasn't been to school in days. You know, he's not going to be here for the marathon. He hasn't done PE once, not even in elementary school." And we see Maiku is coughing over in his little corner at the window. (coughs) Perfect representation. (laughs) Thank you. I was holding it back, waiting for the right time. I've still got my cough, by the way. Do you really? Yes. That's so crazy. Mm -hmm. I I think this is the end. (laughs) (laughs) The end? Um, But then we see uh, some other randos. I'm tired of getting randos names. No one else is important to me anymore. So one of the randos says, is Maiku really that sickly? And another one says, well, he is pretty pale. Still hot, though. (laughs) And then this this weird looking dude. I don't like him. He looks, he kind of reminds me of a derpier version of the main character from Yu Yu Hakusho. (laughs) Why has he got a pencil up his nose? I don't know. Let's call him Eraser. Eraser, (laughs) as a Shajir would say. (laughs) Eraser. Maybe we should call him Ed then. Yeah, he's Ed. He's Ed. Ed says. Ed says, I bet he's just faking sick because he doesn't want to exercise. You know what they used to call him in grade school? I know. Fuck you, Ed. He's weaker and skinnier than a twig, so we called him Toothpick. Oh, you're just uh, so funny, Ed. I know, just instead of Mike. I don't know why that's included, but sure. Yeah. 
so they called him Toothpick, and he's already, we see Maiku in the background, and he's, like, swooning a little bit, because he's sick, and he's just, like, swaying from side to side. Bless his heart! So Ed pops up, and he's like, hey, Toothpick! And he goes over to Maiku and pokes him. Ugh. And again, Maiku starts to sway and almost lose his footing because he's sickly. Because apparently he misses a lot of school days. So everyone knows that he's like not in good health. Yeah. So way to pick on someone who's like, you know, like permanently sick. Way to go. I know. That's bully. like me like going randomly to the hospital and going, hey, sick guys. <laughs> and poking them all. I know. Oh, it's awful. Oh, no. But then we hear Stop that! And who walks up but Minako? She is not fucking having this bullying. Not in her school. Good. And Ed is like, what's your problem, Aino? We're just having some fun. And she just breathes out some breaths of indignation. Why is that word so hard for me to say? (laughs) (laughs) But she is mad. She is not having it. Um, and then we get some more goddamn monologue. But basically, all you need to know is that Minako, um says that a day that Maiku comes to school is precious because he misses a lot. Um, and she doesn't want to waste this opportunity for him to have a good day. And it's fall, the season that she's been waiting for. And she calls it the season of love. Oh, nice. Mm. I mean, she didn't listen to Red, obviously. <laughs> I know, right? And she vows that she's going to get to know Maiku better. Minako, oh. Yes. So she's like, hey, Maiku, everyone in class decided to practice together for the half marathon. You should join us and practice a little every day. Then you can be in the marathon. And Maiku just glances at her and he's like, uh. And then he finally says, you're such a busy body, Aino. And she's like, busy body. (laughs) She's crushed by this title. I guess he's saying that she's like, to me, it comes off as she's non-committal because she's doing so many, she's got her hands in so many different pots, maybe. Mm. So that's why he calls her a busybody. Sure, we're going to go with it. And then uh, our good old bitch, Bob, she comes up and she's like, wow, Maiku is such a jerk. Because he says, he calls her a busybody and then hightails it out of there. He's like, bye, bitch. <laughs> it's like, well, come on, Maiku. She was the only one sticking up for you. Yeah. So then uh, Bob and Ed are standing with Minako, and she still has this the busybody. Yeah, I think that's her. Yeah, he like he was like, I'm gonna make people like me now. I think that's somebody different because he's got a different hairstyle and hair color. Yeah, but if you look on the the previous page, he had like black hair, but then they drew him with white hair too. Oh, I had a name all lined up for this new person. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. What was your new name? Alexi. Alexi. You know what? Sure. No, but I like Ed. If it's still Ed, we'll stick with Ed. Okay, sure. Um, so Minako still has this busy body rock drawn above her that she's crushed by it. And she's like, uh, she tells Bob, she's like, it's okay. He's still pretty. So I forgive him. Sob, sob. (laughs) And Ed says, you're wasting your time. He never wants to do anything. Don't bother. But Minako just thinks that this is her chance to get to know him. She doesn't care. So then we cut to another day and everyone's saying good morning to each other. We see Bob and Waves. We see um, Hikaru and Minako. And uh, we see Minako popping into um, their classroom, Maiku's classroom. I'm not sure if it's hers or not. But she sees that Maiku's at school again on this particular day. And she's like, ooh, Maiku's back today. Woohoo! So he's definitely not as frail as the boys said. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then there's this image of this girl in uh, pigtails trying to give a class journal to Maiku. And he's ignoring her while reading a book at his desk. Yeah. I'm not sure what that's about. Other than it just shows that he likes to be alone. Oh, yeah. And we see some other kids. I know, right? I'm Maiku. Um, We see some other kids, like, it looks like they're gawking at him for being alone. But Maiku can't be bothered. He likes being alone. Hmm. And then Minako is thinking, I made a discovery. Maiku doesn't have a single friend in our class. So sad. It's me. Um, So anyway... (laughs) Then we see uh, Minako, she changes into her, like, her volleyball sports outfit, and she rushes out of class, and she bumps right into Maiku, a little bit later, of course. Mm. And they run into each other, and he drops his book, and they're both on the ground. <laughs> they both fell. <laughs> 
and Maiku even has like a little bandage drawn above him. And Minako says, sorry, I was in a hurry. Ow. And then she's like, Maiku, I, I'm so sorry. And she looks down at the book he dropped and it says, mm-hmm. Road to the Olympics, Overcoming Heartbreak Hill, Moving Nonfiction, Marathon. <laughs> Yeah, and she picks it up and she's like, oh, you like the Olympics, Maiku? That's surprising. And he immediately whips the book out of her hands and takes it back and he starts to blush. Oh, Maiku. Oh no, Maiku. So Minako says, you know, reading about sports is boring. You should try them yourself. They're super fun. We're about to start practicing for the marathon. Why don't you check it out? You can just watch if you want. She's like, come on, please. And she gives that beautiful Minako grin. Oh, I love her. And Maiku's a little bit stunned by this. He doesn't yeah. really know what to say. Um, so then we cut to the little practice session with uh, the classmates. And some of them are commenting because they see Minako running up with Maiku. He decided to change into some sports gear and join uh, her. Oh, uh, I know. I love him so much. They're like, whoa, it's Maiku. And uh, ba- I'm going to give it to Bob. Bob says, wow, Aino actually got Maiku to come to practice? I don't believe it. So cute. How about this guy can be Alexi, this random guy with the cute little short haircut? Sure. So Alexi is sort of, I guess, being one of the ringleaders. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah, Alexi would be. Yeah. Yeah. He says, all right, we'll start with a quick lap around the school. Follow me. And then he turns to his friend and they get devilish grins. Oh, yeah. Alex is also a dickhead, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, his fr- Blake, his friend with black hair, Blake, mm-hmm. is like, hey. And Alexi says, let's floor it. And they're like, <laughs> So they're basically, they want to leave Maiku in the dust. Yeah. And they're not trying to make this like a bonding activity oh, at all. Look at Maiku trying to catch up, keep up with them. I know. He's trying so hard. And so, uh, like, four guys dash forward, and Maiku is struggling so hard to keep running he's just like uh, uh, trying so hard um and the girls are running too and uh one of the girls is like hey boys and bob is like you're running way too fast and they look up and who's keeping pace with the boys but fucking minako <laughs> she's like what really too fast it's li- they're training for a half marathon though they literally it's it's quite literally a marathon, not a sprint. Right. You don't have to do this. It's no, just unnecessary. <sighs> so the girls are, I think this is, I don't think this is Bob. I think this is the other girl. But she says, we can't keep up with you. I'm so done with this. And then she's like, wait, that reminds me. How's Maiku doing? And they both turn around and Bob says, <gasps> he's gone. And then there's this cutaway panel to Maiku who is breathing heavy on the fucking ground about to pass <laughs> out. His heart, me trying to run. <laughs> <laughs> I say. And uh, Maiku, nope, not Maiku, Minako. They got two similar names. Uh, Minako is like, Maiku! So she like stops running with the boys because she can keep pace with them. And she goes to check on Maiku. And then there's this ugly hairstyle ass bitch. He's Elvis. <laughs> He's giving Elvis. Um, he's just like, ugh, he pushed himself too hard. He was born with a weak heart, you know? And Minako's yeah, like, <gasps> you made him. I know. <sighs> These fucking bullies, man. But the fact that he has a weak heart now that we know, and he still was like, well, Minako really wants me to try, and maybe I can try. Just his character. I love him. So Minako's like, what? And then we cut to after school, and we cut to a panel of Minako looking so guilty and glum, because it was kind of her idea for Maiku to join them. Yeah. So I'm sure she feels terrible. And she's walking with Artemis. Artemis, of course, is on top of like a fence or something as they're walking downtown. (laughs) And Artemis even looks really sad that Minako's so sad. And he says, don't worry about it, Mina. It wasn't your fault. She's like, I know. He'll be back at school tomorrow. And he's like, yeah. and Or no. She says, I know. Artemis says he'll be back at school tomorrow. And Minako says, yeah. That's Hmm. it. And then Minako says, but he might never speak to me again. He might hate me forever. And then she starts to weep. And she's like, busybodies are the least popular women in the office. (laughs) And Artemis is like, god damn it, Mina. (laughs) I thought we were all right. But as they're walking downtown, um, is this... 
Is Minako trying to find? Yeah, Minako is trying to find his place. Ah, bless her heart. She's trying to check up on him. Oh, it's so sweet. But uh, she says, Rapongi 7, Chome, I'm butchering these words, by the way, 666999. This is it. And we see lots of flashing lights dazzling downtown Juban. And what do we come to but a karaoke bar? Nice. I love it. And it's called Otaga Naru Naru Karaoke. Sing till you drop. Sure. Mm. Um, and it looks super flashy, sparkling. What's that and... random drug drugstore next door? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a nearby <laughs> drugstore. <laughs> You can get your heart out and then get some aspirin for the headaches of the people singing. Love to see it. Um, So Artemis hops on Minako's shoulder. And Minako's like, wow, this is the biggest karaoke place in Rapongi." And she's like, Maiku lives here? And so she goes into the karaoke bar. And lo and behold, there's at least one apartment above the karaoke bar. And of course, it just so happens to be Maiku's. Because, like I said, she was, I guess, hunting for him to check on him. Yeah. And she also managed to get into his apartment i'm not sure how but i know <laughs> yeah maybe she turned the disguise pen into a disguise key and she's like hello Lala, open up <laughs> so anyway uh she walks in and <laughs> she, i guess she startles maiku because he's like i know the fuck is are he, you doing here he's in bed <laughs> yeah he's in bed he's chilling <laughs> he's trying to recover and she's like maiku i'm sorry i shouldn't have done that to you i didn't know you were sick and she offers him a rose Oh, Minako. So he takes the rose and is is inspecting it. And she's like, I'm really sorry. Feel better soon, okay? And then as soon as she says that, she's bombarded with the sounds underneath uh, the apartment from the karaoke bar. It's just so loud. And they're singing, I love you, love you, love you, Akko! Just screaming it. And she's like, that's really loud. How can you sleep with all the noise from the karaoke downstairs? And he's like, I don't mind. I love to hear people sing at the top of their voices. It makes me feel alive, you know? And she just gets this inquisitive look on her face. As Maiku says, I really should be staying at the hospital, but I made them let me stay at home so I could hear all the singing. Maiku, stop it! And then he says, Aino, thanks for jumping in and pushing me, but I'm sorry. I can't run in the marathon. My next heart operation is scheduled for the same day. It's like, damn, he's got ha- got fucking heart surgery. Jeez. And she's like, oh, uh, okay. And she looks over and she sees his Olympics book. And next to it is a little stone. Mm. Hmm. And she picks it up and she's like, what is this rock? That's weird. There's a white stripe going through it. And he says, it's a Hachimaki stone. It's an old Russian tradition. Because also in the monologue, it said that he was half Russian. Right. I just forgot to read that part. But there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he says, if you have a Hachimaki stone, you can get first place in any sport. Oh. And then he says, you can have it, Aino. Ah, Maiku, quit it! (laughs) Oh, I love him. And she's like, what? And he just says, of course, knowing you, you won't need a lucky charm. You'll zip right past all the boys and get first place without breaking a sweat. Oh. I'm not not shipping it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll say that. Yeah. So she's thinking, Maiku is giving me a good luck charm? And she blushes a bit. But out loud, she says, all right, that settles it. This year, the great Minako will win the marathon in your honor, Maiku. In exchange, I want you to promise me that we'll race each other for first next year. And she gives a little peace sign and a wink, looking fucking adorable. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, and then he's like, you know, I could never beat you, I, you know. I've never actually participated in a school event before. I'm always staying home. I'm no fun to be around. And I've never had any friends. I am just a toothpick. No, I know. And he's like, but you talk to me anyway, I, you know. You're the first person who's ever done that. And then he starts a coughing fit as he as he's holding the rose close to his chest. Oh, bless him. So then <laughs> Minako <laughs> is thinking, uh, all right, let's do this. Go, go, Minako. In love, persistence is everything. <laughs> And she gives breath of ambitions now. As Artemis gets a sweat drop, he's like, okay, we're on to the next the next gig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, girl, I can relate. And so then Maiku is like, I know. And he takes her downstairs to the karaoke part of the building. And he's like, since you're here, I, you know, you should sing a song before you go. And he like basically offers her the stage. And we get to see it has a mirror ball. It has a Taylor Swift hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. Um, it's got fancy lights, curtains, uh, little TVs behind her to like put an image behind. It's great. And Minika's like, ooh. So she jumps at the opportunity, of course. Of course. And uh, she gets up on stage and she sings, Amagi Gooey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I butchered that as well. But I just love that Maiku is like offering up the stage. He's like, I can't really, I don't have the strength to do what I love to do, which is sing. Mm. And he's giving it to Minako. <gasps> Instead of the wedding singer, he's the bedding singer because he has to stay in bed. <laughs> <laughs> what do you bet that Ed's in like the next booth and he's singing a razor? <laughs> a razor? I know, right? <laughs> No, that's the only part of that song I know is the eraser. That's the only part anybody knows. Don't worry about him. <laughs> right? What even album is that on? Is that oh, on no, I multiply? Know it's on divide? Divide. Divide. Okay. That, I'm ashamed to say that I know. <sighs> oh, Ed Sheeran. You tried. You tried, sweetie. <laughs> anyway, um, she gets on stage and she's uh, singing. And I'm not sure if this is Artemis or Maiku who says, get it, Sayuri. So maybe that's the song that she's covering. Maybe. I think it's, I like to think it's Artemis. I know. I want it to be Artemis too. <laughs> Even though he has a sweat drop. Just like, yeah, yeah get it. But then Maiku, what I can only imagine is he sees Minako having so much fun. He's like, she inspires me to want to to like push through even though I'm feeling bad. So he's like, all right, I'll sing the next one. Mm. So he's like pushing through. I just, ugh, Minako's energy. It's contagious. So he starts singing in the desert of Tokyo. Why, why in my head that goes um, in the desert of Tokyo, you know, like by the rivers of Babylon. <laughs> so I'm singing it. To oh. Oh, okay, I could see that too. Yeah, that's how it sounds in my head. Hmm. And then we hear off panel, I don't believe it. He actually picked up the microphone. Sniffle. We are revealed to mm. Maiku's mother. <laughs> and she looks a mess, but I love her for it. She looks like Miss Frizzle in glasses. A mess. Oh, those those kind of like cat eye glasses are amazing. They are amazing. I do love the glasses. And she's only referred to as Maiku's mama. Yeah, but she needs a name. With an outfit like that. I'm feeling Agnes. <laughs> yes. That would do. Yeah. I was thinking that or it would be like Dolly or something. Oh, I can Because see I'm Dolly. kind of getting a bit of a, that kind of vibe from Oh, you think, you think she's Southern? You think she's got a Southern charm to her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like Dolly. Dolly could be fun. So let's go with Dolly. Does that mean I'm going to have to give her a Southern accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know it. <laughs> All right. So she's holding a tray of like drinks. So she must work at the karaoke bar or own it because they live above it. So that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. These drinks are um, iced tea as well. I could see that. They're just my famous sweet tea. Dolly's sweet tea. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she's a little emotional over seeing her, her, my baby boy up on stage, even though he's sick. Um, <laughs> she says, maybe this means he'll recover. The doctor did say it was up to him and his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Say wibble wibble. And then wibble so wibble. <laughs> Yay. Oh, God. Oh. So Minako's just like, huh? And she's reading a book. Maybe she's reading the catalog of songs she can do. That's what I imagine, mm. the karaoke catalog. Yeah. So then it cuts to, um, I guess, a different day. Because next thing we know, we see Minako going, Artemis, we're going back to karaoke today. So she she got bit by the karaoke bug. Maiku's influence got her good. And the next thing you know, they're back at it. They're back at the, at the karaoke place. And she's singing, I give myself over to the flow of time. Nice. Yeah. And <laughs> look at Artemis. This has to be Artemis. Like, it had to be Artemis before because he's like, get yeah. it, Teresa. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I told you it was him. It's got to be him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I guess, she, yeah, she is flipping through the catalog because the, there's the 666 on the back. And we know that that's part of the address. 
So yeah. she's reading the karaoke catalog oh as God, Artemis is. Devil's karaoke bar. I know, right? Catch me there at the gates of hell. That'd be a great <laughs> karaoke bar name. The gates of hell. Oh, yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. Ugh, catch me there every Friday. Um, but Artemis says, what's gotten into you? Why the sudden karaoke obsession? And she says, I'm trying to take my relationship with Maiku to the next level. I need to have a hundred song repertoire. <laughs> and then she's like, I'll be a true Ginza mama. Ginza means TV in Japanese, right? I don't know. I'm Googling it. Okay. Ginza in Japanese. Da, 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 da. Oh no, it's a, it's a district. I don't know what it stands for. Uh, uh silver. Oh, okay. Um, it's a top shopping district. Known yeah, for it. Maybe it's like a cocktail and sushi bars. Yeah. Okay. Like an entertainment complex type. Yeah. 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 Right. That makes sense. Um. Then she says, "Okay, time for a medley of pop star hits." Oh, Minako. Hell yeah. We would vibe with her. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, oh, I skip marathon practice every day to come sing karaoke. And as soon as she says that, there's a fourth wall cutaway panel to Hikaru looking angry as shit and going, Mina! <laughs> Which I love. We haven't seen Hikaru in a little bit. And then she's like, my story is so touching and brave. Feel the fluttering of my heart, Artemis. And she's singing, my sweet little devil holds me captive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the vibe. That's the vibe. She's wagging her finger, and Artemis has two sweat drops, so you know it's serious. And she's like, Maiku, could it be that you are Minako's first love? As she's as there's red sweet pea flowers? Is that what that is? Uh yes, because she's singing red sweet pea. Yeah. And then Artemis, a fucking savage, when she says first love, he's like, that'd be your 2,981st love. (laughs) Anything with a pulse, Mina. Oh, I love it. I know. And then she's singing, when I'm on the court, it doesn't matter what you say, I can handle anything. Attack, attack. And Artemis is like, anyway... So he goes to his little corner at the karaoke bar where where Foss is just hovering, just watching him. <laughs> of course he's there. Of course. And so Artemis and Boss are gabbing, and Artemis says, I'm learning that Mina is the type to grab the mic and never let it go. Not that I'm surprised. And uh Boss says, Isn't she worried about polyps on her vocal cords? I just love them gabbing about her. Just, you know, just yeah. a talking cat and a talking pen. <laughs> the dynamic duo we deserve. Um, and then we see that she's been singing for four hours. Me. And then we see, uh, we cut to the morning after, you know, all night singing. Morning has descended upon Juban. And we see the calling of crows, which apparently is the symbol of morning in Rapongi. Love to see it. I like to think that this is Phobos and Deimos out on there. I know, right? Mm. It's gotta be. It's, we need a little bit of Ray Nod in this chapter. Yeah. And then at the karaoke bar, there's a swirl of energy Ugh. that says, dun dun. And wouldn't you know it, it turns into a feminine shape. Of course. Of course. And it's this uh, woman in like a a black leotard. Look, I said leotard this time. Um, (laughs) A black choker. And she's got her hair up in like a, almost like a samba hat. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, I may have this totally wrong. It reminds me of a samba hat sort of thing. So I'm just going to go with it. Um, uh, she says, oh, and then she says, Torah, 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 I love with all my heart. (laughs) So she's even singing now. And she's like, this passion, this power that's practically bursting, even after a long night of singing. Of all the energies that human produce, the most unusual is found in the enthusiasm that fills a concert hall. But I've discovered something just like it right here. I had no idea there was so much of it in these average day places. Because there's like, I guess, some surrounding karaoke places. And she's like, oh, this is the energy I need. And she's like, the sound, the excitement, the spirit, the soul, this... This is the stage I've been seeking. The energy of all the humans gathered here will be mine. And she's got this really like gothic looking microphone that she's singing into, Mm, which I stand that. Spikes on it. Yeah, it's really cool. So then we cut to, of course, a new day. And we actually are with Maiku. And we see Maiku is in his plaid. He's wearing some plaid. Very cute. And he's stretching and he's like, I've been feeling so much better lately. And he's 
he's like, maybe it's because when Aino comes to bring me notes from school, we work on our stamina by singing karaoke together. Sure. And he's like, her handwriting is surprisingly neat. <laughs> and then there's a fourth wall breaking panel of Minako and Hikaru. And Hikaru's like, those are my notes. And Minako's like, sorry, Hikaru. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but then Maiku says, if this keeps up, maybe I can postpone my operation and run in the marathon after all. Bless his heart. Literally, bless yeah. his heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he goes down to the karaoke bar and he goes up to this unfortunate looking like <laughs> manager. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I want to call him Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like a Pepe. <laughs> So he goes up to Pepe and he's like, hello, I want a room. It'll be nice to sing down here in the shop for a change. And Pepe's like, oh, the boss's kid? Go ahead. And oh, he's, so Dolly owns the karaoke bar. Dolly owns it. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So he's handed a black microphone covered in skulls. Yeah. Huh. Where did we just see that? No idea. <laughs> And Maiku says, okay, time to sing something nice and upbeat. And then he looks at the microphone and he's like, huh? Did we always have mics like this? Anyway, and so he starts to sing and he just, I'm assuming he's singing the opening uh, word of the Spongebob thing song, which is, oh, because <laughs> it just says he says the word, oh. <laughs> And as soon as he starts to sing, his energy is being uh, sapped out of him and going oh. towards the microphone. What? Oh, no. And then he passes out with a thud. Next thing we know, we cut to Minako, and she's being told that something bad happened to Maiku. And she's like, what? Maiku passed out? He's in the hospital? And Dolly is t telling her about this. I guess she came to the karaoke bar to see Maiku, and he wasn't there. Yeah. And Dolly, you know, she owns the place. She's got to be there at some point. She probably just left the hospital and went to check on the bar. Yes. And she's like, he suddenly lost all his strength in the state he's in. We don't know if they'll be able to operate. He's in critical condition. <laughs> One of our employees found him right after he fainted. And she wipes her tears because she's a Southern woman. A Southern <laughs> lady. Wearing a kimono. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We just always westernize the characters. There's literally no needed. Just, I know, we always do. Our westernized brains. I know, can't help it. Uh, but Minako's like, oh no. And then, this is so sweet, I might cry. So then back at school, uh, Hikaru is looking out the school window and she looks out and she sees Minako frantically um, going around the grounds on her hands and knees looking for something. Mm. And Hikaru's like, Mina, what are you doing? Looking for something? And Minako in a fluster is like, I'm looking for Hachimaki stones. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. And Hikaru is like, what? And Minako says, a Hachimaki stone. And then she, we see her gathering three rocks and she brings them to the hospital to Maiku. So she walks in, she presents the rocks and says, here, Maiku. And he's in bed. Of course, he looks like he's seen quite a few better days. And he's like, Aino? And she just smiles at him, presenting the rocks. And she's like, I found three of them back at school. A get well gift. Good luck charms to make sure your operation goes well. And then we see Artemis prodding into the room, because of course. Mm. And Maiku doesn't say thank you, which is a little upsetting, but that's okay. Uh, he's like, it doesn't <laughs> matter now. I know the truth. When you're born with a bad heart, it can never fully heal. I give up. And he's like, we're all going to die eventually anyway. It's only a question of when. And Minika was like, <gasps> and she's like, how can you talk like that? You haven't even really tried. Life is about hard work and determination. I hate the expression, I give up. I hate it more than anything. And she starts to cry and she storms out of the room as Mike was like, I know. He calls after her, but she's gone. She is pissed that he's giving mm. up that easy. Yeah. It's like, well, bitch, you're not the one who's had this heart condition for years yeah it is constantly being told that it's going to get better and then oh, i feel for him i feel for maiku i really do so then we cut to minako um about town and she's like i can't believe i was so mean to him maiku was all alone trying so hard for so long without ever giving up an eye and she starts to cry and artemis comes up and he's like mina 
And she's like, but this is just a little setback. And Minako refuses to give up. Her little determination. I just, her her gumption is just something to admire. Definitely. So then she goes to all of her schoolmates, you know, the ones that have been practicing for the marathon. And she has her own microphone with her. (laughs) I just love that. And she's like, guys, I need you. Come with me. And I'm sorry for skipping practice. Um, but we have to sing karaoke at Maiku's family shop. And we get a cutaway to all of them. And they're just like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> but she leads them to uh, the karaoke place. And all of them are, you know, taking in the shop. And they're like, wow, Maiku's family runs a karaoke place? That's crazy. And then Waves, I'm going to give it to Waves. Waves yeah. says, but Mina, how is our singing supposed to help Maiku get better? And uh, we get this cutaway panel to Dolly, Maiku's mama, who says, Maiku has spent so much time in hospitals. That's probably why he hates them so much. He's back to home care again tomorrow. As she blubbers into her handkerchief, of course. And then Minako thinks back to when Maiku said, it really makes you feel alive, you know? And she's like, this is what's going to make him feel better. We're doing it. So she's handed one of the skull microphones. Uh Oh, Oh, no. Even though she brought her own in the first panel, but that's fine. (laughs) They were probably like, it's a liability. You have to use this. (laughs) Um, So she says, if we all sing together, I just know he'll, he'll hear how hard we're trying. Then we'll get back. Then he'll get back his will to live too. Come on, everybody. I got mics for us all. They're kind of weird, but let's get to it. Choose your songs. We're going to sing till we drop. And so she has a pile of the skull microphones and hands them out to uh, all the kids. And they all sing, yeah. <laughs> Which I can only assume is a rock song. Yeah. What is uh, it? It reminds me of the song from, uh, It's not a re- I guess it's not a real song, but the song from Freaky Friday that Lindsay Lohan's band plays. It's called, um, oh. oh God, Take Me Away. And it starts okay. with, yeah, as there's like a guitar riff. That's what it makes me think of. <laughs> is there a good song that starts like that? <laughs> ah! How dare you? It's an amazing song. <laughs> oh, I love that song so much. I had it on my phone until Apple Music deleted it from its library. I can't imagine why. It's amazing. Apple Music, good for you. Okay. <laughs> hey! <laughs> But anyway, as soon as they start to sing, their energy gets drained from them instantly. They all get shocked eyes. They're like, huh? And Minako gets swirly eyes and starts to swoon. That's how it happens every time. So she's like, oh dear, the world is spinning, spinning, a (laughs) merry-go-round. And so all of the classmates pass the fuck out. And so does Minako, but she recovers suspiciously quickly. Yeah, it's the magic. It's the magic. And she's like, ah, guys, snap out of it. What's wrong? Is it food poisoning? (laughs) Bitch. But she sees one of the discarded skull microphones, and there's still energy radiating. Let's try that again. There's energy radiating off of it. (laughs) And she's like, and she picks it up, and she's like, is it the mic? And then from behind the bar, it looks like, we see a woman in an apron wearing a samba hat. Mm. And she says, thanks for filling all the karaoke places again. I've planted these dark mics all over Rapongi." And then she says, they will absorb mass quantities of energy for me. I love it. As she sings, the nimble way you steal energy is just like the rumors say, you naughty Sinbad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, who knows? And then Minako had a had a quick costume change. She she changed into a kimono, <laughs> and then she grabs a non dark mic. It's almost like she should have done that from the get go. Hmm, that's crazy. Hmm. And then I can only assume she she sings um, a screamo song because she's like, "You will feel my wrath." Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's pissed. And I was thinking of it more like kind of like do 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 are you ready for it? But it was like do 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 you'll feel my wrath. Oh, okay. I can see that too. But I prefer yours. You like the screamo? Yeah. <laughs> so when I don't know what her name is. She hasn't been given a name yet, but the Samba Hat Lady, the the enemy, is like, yipe! And Minako says, the dance of love sparkling in neon lights, the song of life taking flight from a microphone, the flowered path trodden by peddlers of dreams, the beautiful sing-a-song petals upon which we stake the springtime of our youth. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, she says, you took them and transformed them into barren evil blossoms. You defile the sacred art of karaoke. You make my Enka singing blood boil. Mm. Yeah, that's a translation note if I've ever seen it. Let me see. Uh, Hachimaki stones. Ginza mama's in here. Red sweet pea. God, it's almost like I should just flip to the translation notes whenever there's a question. Um, <laughs> oh, it doesn't say. Oh. Anyway. Um, but then she sings. Minika sings. Would it be all right if I killed you? <laughs> no, you have to learn the screamer voice. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. I I think she switched genres real quick. Yeah, but you could have the slow stuff to start with the. Would it be all right if I? And then the killed you is in the screamer voice. Oh, so like, would it be all right if I killed you? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I wanted. Okay, there you go. And the enemy is like, hey, no strolling singers allowed in here. Get out this instant. And Minika's like, I've had enough. She whips the microphone up into the air. She has boss in her hand and says, moon power transform. And then we got Sailor V. And she says, sometimes I'm a lone runner putting her whole heart into a marathon. Other times I am a singer in love, but I am always codenamed Sailor V, the white angel of the karaoke box, the guardian of love and justice, the beautiful guardian in a sailor suit, Sailor Venus. And in the name of the copyright law, 1899, I will punish you. <laughs> I love again that she gave the date. <laughs> so funny. Yes. And then the enemy, we get to see her full outfit. She's got some thick thighs on her. Yes, ma'am. I love it. Mm. And she says, I am the karaoke warrior, Mike Mackey. And there you are, the rival of my heart, the infamous V. Don't think you're so tough just because you've taken over one karaoke box. And then she's singing, speak to me with just a glance so no one else can see. Mm, so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. I love her outfit, though. That leotard corset. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so this is Mackie. I know her name's Mike Mackie, but I'm just going to say Mackie. Oh, yeah. Because um, her hat is giving Bob Mackie, dare I say, fashion. Anyway, uh, Minako says, or no, this is Mackie. Mackie says, I have every mic in Rapongi at my command. So come up on stage for your bloodbath. As she's screeching into the microphone and Sailor V is having to cover her ears from the attack. Um, and Minako says, ah, what amazing projection. She can sing and dance. I'm no match for Mike Mackie. As Mackie's just, again, screeching into the mic. And she's like, silence. Ah. <laughs> I guess that's what she's singing. Sure. And then Artemis pops up and says, don't let her get to you, Venus. You have her beat in volume. And Sailor V's like, you're right. I can't let her win. And <laughs> Artemis waves a Japanese flag. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, go get her. <laughs> oh, it's great. And Sailor V is thinking, I still have a lot of singing to do for Maiku. And I'm going to get first place in the marathon, just like I promised. I have to show Maiku how wonderful it is to live. Aww. And Artemis gets stars in his eyes and he instantly starts sobbing. And he's like, Mina, I'm so proud of you. Hats off to you. You brought me to tears. <sighs> and he pops out a little cat handkerchief and blows his nose. It's so cute. <laughs> I hope he remembers this. Yeah, I know, right? Wow, he was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then he's like, you deserve a reward. And he jumps into the air, does a little twirl, and a magical item appears. What's with this gatekeeping of rewards? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, if you have these weapons, don't mm -hmm. wait till she just does a good thing if she needs it to beat the enemy. Agreed. Like, I mean, it's it's not very good, like, superhero work. Like, what are you doing? She should have them up front. At her disposal, depending on the situation. Yeah. And I just, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a mess. So wouldn't you know it, once the magical glow disappears, it's a microphone. <laughs> Because of course. Yeah, of course it is. And Artemis says, take this new item, the Venus microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so dumb. 
So she grabs it and she's like, thank you, Artemis. She's speaking into the microphone as she says this. Thank you, Artemis. And thank you to all my fans. I have a new song and I will sing with, I will sing with it. Oh, this is a typo. And I will sing with it with all my heart. Sure. I hope you like it. And with my very own mic. So then she gives like a little kiss and points the microphone at Mackie and says, Venus 10 billion volt rock and rouge. And with one blow, Mackie is split into a million pieces and dissolves into the air like a sound wave. <laughs> mm, nice. <laughs> and Minako just hears like a, a crowd just going fucking nuts, but it's in her imagination. They're just like, what? And she's like, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Now Minako will go back to being a normal girl. That's one case closed. (laughs) The delusion. I love it. Oh, it's great. So then we cut to the Sheba Park Middle School Half Marathon. And a bang goes off as the, the race starts. And we see Minako crosses the finish line first with a Hachimaki stone in her hand. Oh. And then we, because we see the two guys are dumbfounded that she won (laughs) as she crosses the finish line. And then we see Minako with her trophy. And she's like, piece of cake, because I run for love. And the two guys and this random girl, I guess, are like, what? A first year took first place this year? And she's a girl? I don't believe it. Who is she? And then, oh, I love this. She runs through the crowd. She's got to find Maiku, of course. And she's like, Maiku, I brought you the finish line tape as proof of our love. I did it all for you. I couldn't have done it without the Hachimaki stone you gave me. Now let me call you by your first name. Because she's been calling him Otanaru, but I prefer Hmm. Maiku, Abi. Yeah. So then he waves her down and he's like, oh, Aino. And then he says, let me introduce you to my Russian pen pal. And it's this adorable looking girl with her hair up in a bun she's wearing like a um a white dress with black roses on it it looks like are they roses yeah some type of flower and mice what else is on it i can't tell I don't know. <laughs> but she, uh she says or no minako says what <laughs> and the girl says you must be minako and her name is zarosa Zorozo, excuse me, Zorozo. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah. Um, and Maiku says she rushed to Japan to see me, and with her support, the operation was a big success. She's she's <laughs> filled me with hope for life. Oh. And now we're engaged. I mean, you're in fucking middle school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the fuck? But Minako's just like, mm, she's shocked. And, um, oh, I just noticed that the Zorozo means great and is not her name. <laughs> oh. But I like her name being Zorozo. I do. Unless we call her, um, oh, what was the character in Killing Eve? Villanelle. Villanelle. Sure. Because like she has it. she has been a villain to uh, Minako. To Minako, <laughs> Yeah. So after meeting Villanelle, we see Minako, I guess, back home, maybe. And she's like, Minako has lost the will to live. Where is my Hachimaki stone? And we see Artemis laying on a pillow, (laughs) looking smug as shit. (laughs) I love it. And he says, why don't you just find your 2,982nd first love? That'll cheer you up. (laughs) Wow. And that's where we end this chapter. Artemis, I love you so much. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Marcella, what were your favorite parts? Uh, uh, uh. it was over. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm yawning because I'm tired. I know, I know, I know. Um, I, I feel... I feel really bad for Minako because she did put all this effort in. I know. And she was, you know, wanting to, it was kind of, I mean, even though, you know, she was just chasing another boy again. Yeah. Um, She was, like, her heart was pure with it. Mm. And this villanelle just sweeps on over. <laughs> I know, I'm just like, oh. While Minako's man. out destroying the enemy who was in his mum Dolly's karaoke <laughs> shop and winning the marathon on his behalf yeah. and finding him, you know, the extra stones and <laughs> it was uh, all for nothing. I know, bless her heart. Yeah, but he mm. just like, no, Villanelle's my girl. I know. Oh. Heart wants what it wants. It's true. Selena Gomez told us. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but Artemis again in this chapter. Artemis is a little boss pop up. Yeah. Um, I just loved how supportive Artemis was when she was singing, and he was I like, know. "Yeah, girl, you hit that high note." <laughs> so cute. Super cute. Um, it was just a, it was just a really sweet little story. Again, it felt like it was stepping away from the kind of like the main narrative. But as you know, our listeners know, we we love a filler. We do love a filler, and didn't um. Um, Mackie, didn't she seem like a genius low side of you? Yeah, kinda. she didn't really seem like a dark mm. agency sort of thing. No, yeah, that's true. It she was very genius low side of me, even though yeah. she didn't say it. No, I agree. I completely agree. It was very yeah bad. because there was no kind of connection back to dark agency. You know, she wasn't yeah. sort of being. There was no kind of like her, her being sent out with orders as there have been with others. Yeah, it was she just like the energy up. forming. Yeah, she just she she just popped up and she was drawn to the energy exactly very much like a genius low side mm-hmm. um and i love dolly of course because <laughs> good old <laughs> dolly amazing. good old dolly what about you uh yeah my my favorite part is probably maiku i just loved his character and um, yeah his little journey that he went through i i hate his ending uh especially like you're, you're in middle school we saw him in school with minako and he's engaged what are you doing yeah. Um, but yeah, Artemis and his support of Minako, I have to agree, was just a really big highlight for me. And um, honestly, the fact that this was kind of genius loci, sort of an enemy, and mm. it gave us another buffer in between the Pet Perils arc and getting back to the main story. Yes. I appreciate yes, that because... That next chapter, don't we? Yeah, yeah we only have two more yeah. chapters left. <gasps> it's the final. It's the final countdown. Um, so I like that this was like a fun little one-off sort of yeah. chapter. And I appreciate that. Especially after the Pet Perils arc, it was like three in a row of like a continuous sort of story. So Nako's yeah. done a good job of like buffering everything. And I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> but yeah, next week, as I said, we'll be reading volume 15, which is the second to last Sailor V chapter. And it is titled A New Journey Part One. We've got some, they're going to be, we've got some chunky ones coming up. Yeah, I think these last two chapters are pretty big. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's okay because it's the finale. <gasps> oh my god, we're almost done with all of the Sailor Moon manga property. No. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's really weird. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Sailor Manga. You can follow me on the internet at Justin Gray22 across Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> The power of the yawns. And you can find us both on Twitter and Instagram at Sailor Manga Pod. And you can email us at SailorMangaPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a rating and review if you feel so inclined. And also, make sure to check check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Sailor Manga. Ugh. It's so weird because like we did it last episode, but it hasn't aired yet. So we're I just know, like, I forget, I forget. <laughs> which means we're going to be doing after that. manga soon. Oh yeah, so excited, so excited! All right, guys, I think that's it. So we'll just say in the name of the moon, we'll be back soon. Bye, guys. <sighs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I, I love it. It's just socializing. I can't do it. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I gotta run to the store. I'm just going to the store, to the store. I'm just going to the store. You might not see me anymore, anymore. I'm just going to the store. (laughs) (laughs) What a bop.